What's up, Buds? Well, BJ and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we watched the Royal Rumble. Yeah, we did. 2023. God, I love the Royal Rumble, and this was a good one. It was a pretty good show. Like, three out of the five matches were great, I thought. <clears throat> it was a sandwich. Yeah. I don't I think it was great, okay. but... I thought the men's was really good. I thought the main event, the match was okay. It was just too long. But the end was... It was great. Fucking Oscar-worthy, like... Well, let's start at the start with the men's. Yeah, men's rumble. Uh, fantastic. I loved it, the way it was booked. Mm -hmm. um, Gunther was your Iron Man, went for like 112 or an hour. Set the record minutes. for the regular rumble. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah beating out. Rey Mysterio, who had it up until this point, and Daniel Bryan had has the had the overall record, but that's because it was the forty man greatest Royal Rumble bullshit, mm -hmm. so or fifty or whatever the fuck it was. Right. Um, but we started out with Gunther and Sheamus, and yeah, there were some fun spots in there. Um, Sheamus and McIntyre teaming up for a while throughout the match. Uh, keep going. Brock Lesnar came in pretty early in 12, setting up more with him and Bobby Lashley. <clears throat> yeah. He got eliminated by Bobby Lashley, um, which was, yeah, done really well. Uh, Bray Mysterio was supposed to come out at 17, and he did not. Um, and Dominic. That's true. Yeah. And then Dominic was 18. Um, so, and then we finally got Returning Edge again. He came in at 24. Logan Paul 29 was pretty dope. Mm -hmm. And then him and fucking... Him and Ricochet. Ricochet had the spot of a match where they springboard, clotheslined each other across the fucking ring. Right. It was beautiful. It was. Um, I think at the end of the day, Gunther and Cody ended up tying for most eliminations with five each, which is cool. And then, yeah, it came down to Cody and Gunther. They wrestled for a good five minutes after mm -hmm. everyone was eliminated. Um, Cody ends up winning. Yes. Yeah, because Ray never went or entered, so. Yeah. And nobody took his place, which was weird. Yeah, they usually have that hat, someone come out, but. Well, you know, I'd heard that he legit got hurt on SmackDown the night before. Mm. So. That's probably Because I think he wrestled on SmackDown. Well, then that doesn't make any sense. Because Booker T said, well, here's what, like, Booker T said in an interview that he was told to replace Rey Mysterio. Right. So then who else are we met? Like, Right, there's still a guy missing. Yeah, I don't know. But it was still a fun match. Cody won like we expected. Not putting any of the bloodline in this match and separating it from that match made the most sense. Because you throw Sammy in this match, Cody doesn't get cheered. Yeah. Like, that's the problem. Right. So... But yeah, Cody wins, going to main event, WrestleMania, um, which we're going to book later. Yes. So, be fun. We had the pitch black match. Mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt and L.A. Knight. It was just black light and everything glowed. And yeah. Horror movie makeup. and Right. It sucked. I thought it looked cool, but, like, that was it. Yeah, it looked better than the worms <coughs> on the canvas, but this right, yeah, still was, better was than stupid Bray Wyatt. WrestleMania 2017, this was... At least they wrestled. But, yeah. It wasn't very good, but they wrestled. And I have it for news and rumors, but there is going to be something at WrestleMania of this sort as well. I'm not surprised. Um, possibly Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Fair so, enough. Uh, yeah. Because, like, 
Well, they had their... Uh, and then Cody was the one that ended up drinking the Mountain Dew, not Bray. Right. He didn't even try it. Yeah, I did. I liked that. Uh, yeah, in the press conference, Cody. It's like, I've seen this stuff all night. i got to at least try it. <laughs> tries it. At least it wasn't a fucking muffin or whatever. And he wasn't sitting there I wish it would have been the a whole muffin. Fucking thing. No, Rhea was the one that was still in her gear. She was the one that deserved the muffin. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, if you can't let him get a shower, you should expect him to eat a fucking muffin on the goddamn thing. I've, I'm on punk side on that. Like, yeah. couldn't even let the dude, like, wash the blood off his fucking face. Fuck you, I'm gonna eat my goddamn muffin. I was fine with him eating the muffin. But chew with your mouth shut, man. That's his business, too. Like, no, it's not. He's not in a fucking restaurant. He can eat however the fuck he wants. It ain't my business. It ain't hurting me. It was hurting me. It, it was not. Turn it off. Bianca fought Alexa anyway, Bliss after that. Yeah, Raw Championship. This was like the worst thing on the card. I don't even know why they bothered with this. Yeah, I thought their uh, it was like nine minutes and like nothing ago. happened. The Raw match a few weeks ago was better. Yeah, I thought. Yep. Because um, at least they did that scary movie thing. I made it to the front page of Reddit this week. Yeah, which is cool. Um, but yeah, then there was more Bray, Bray Wyatt. Teasing at the end too, so I am inter. I like. I don't know. It's not been good, but I'm still interested to see where this story goes. Oh, I'm not because it's not going. They never do. None of them ever go anywhere. Yeah, that's Bray Wyatt's thing. Like he's got the great start and he's got it all figured out, but then there's just, yeah, you can't go anywhere with this shit. Yeah, I will say at least. And the thing is, because it is L.A. Knight, and he's just so good. At least L.A. Knight's not getting buried by... Yeah, if he gets out of this, I think he can be all right. <coughs> yeah. But like, he's just starting to get over is the problem. Right. But, yeah, I think that's how... I, and I, like... Someone had the idea, too, on Reddit, like, with the sponsorship matches. It should have been... L.A. Knight, like, bringing in the sponsor, and, like... You know what I mean? Like, he's like, all right, you know... Bray Wyatt challenges and pitch dark match and like, well, I'm gonna have this sponsored by Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew's gonna pay me all this money to sponsor the match. So if I at least if I gotta fight you fuck, I'm gonna make some money off of it. That's the way they should have done it. That takes everything out of Bray Wyatt though. How? Cause now you're not scary at all. You're just a dude I'm gonna make money off of because I have to have a stupid match with your dumbass mask gimmick. Like yeah. That's what you just told me is happening, dude. I'm fine with that. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm fine with it, too. The Bray Wyatt shit, shit yeah. like Hollywood, not wrestling. Right. So, anyway. Women's Royal Rumble. Women's Rumble. Rhea started with Liv Morgan, mm -hmm. uh, which was fun. They both, they were the last two then, too. Yes, they were. Um, which I thought was... Pretty cool for pretty Liv. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I expected, I kind of expected Rhea to go the distance here, but not Liv right. the whole way with her. She did. <coughs> um, I mean, there wasn't too much in the middle. Like, we had some more damage control stuff. Um, B-Fab was there. Yeah, B-Fab was there. She was the first to get get eliminated. So we started to make her debut. Yeah. Uh, we had Chelsea Green come back. Mm -hmm. Oh, before that, Piper, Piper Niven, Niven got her name back. Got her name back, which was dope. And she looked pretty good in there for a while. Mm -hmm. Her and uh, when Tamina came in, her and Tamina, yeah. And Asuka... Uh, came out with like her old makeup and she came back which was great we haven't seen her in a while um, 
Michelle McCool just left her fucking kids at ringside yeah, to join them, random rejoin the Royal Rumble. Like, yeah. fuck my kids. I'm going to go in the Rumble. Right. And then she did. Yeah. It was great. And then they never show her go back to her kids either. Right. Andy Hartwell debuted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. And her surprise 30 was... Oh, um, God. It was Nia Jax, who thankfully got eliminated yeah. pretty, pretty fucking quick. Yeah. We didn't see her on Monday. That made... Or all week, which makes me happy. Yeah. Okay. Kind of just hope this was a one-off. Me too. Never bring her back. Um, Made a bit. Do we say Rhea won? I think yeah. so. Rhea won. Rhea won. And I'm I'm excited. That's the right winner. And then yeah. And Monday, I think they got it right in both both matches. Yeah. Um, agreed. The men's was just booked better. Yeah. Uh, but Probably because the men's also has 30 regular talent they can count upon to be mm-hmm. there week after week after week, and there's like 18 women on the roster. So, yeah. Actually, I mean, realistically, there's only, what, four that weren't on the roster? Yeah. I think that's not too bad. Well, Chelsea Hergen was new, but she'll be on the roster. Michelle McCool, Indy Hartwell, Zoe Starks. I always want to get or pluralize her last name, Zoe Stark. Right. Oh, and Roxanne Perez. Roxanne. So. Had a pretty decent She showing. had a decent yeah. showing, too. And her little teases with damage control and stuff, too, was interesting, so. And then our main event, Kevin Owens versus (coughs) Roman Reigns for the Universal Undisputed Heavyweight World Championship of the WWE World. Spinner. Spinner. (laughs) Little long, but good match. Yeah. Um, The whole show went like four and a half hours. Yeah, it was really fucking They ended up zip-tying. For five matches. (laughs) Yeah, they zip-tie Kevin Owens to the ropes and Roman's. No, they were handcuffs. Oh, because that's right, because Paul Heyman already has the handcuffs because he always carries handcuffs. Always. Two pair in his pockets. Which is actually funny because, and this is no joke, Jim Cornette always carries a handcuff key. He's always got a handcuff key on him. Not surprised. All the time. Um, the way he lives his personal life, I'm not surprised. Past tense. The dude's like 65. He doesn't live that lifestyle anymore, man. His wife probably still does. I don't think so. I don't know. She's in her 50s too now, dude. People get older. I mean, I know, um, but I don't know. They were. They sound pretty calm. Um, anyways, the aftermath is what really mattered here. Roman fucking mm-hmm. is going to hit Kevin Owens with a chair, and yeah. Sammy's like, You've hit him. You know, don't you think Nothing. you've done enough? And he's like, Yeah, you're right. You hit him. And mm-hmm. then Sammy hits Roman instead. Yep. And then and Jimmy super kicks him and everybody jumps on him except for Jay and Jay just rolls out of the ring and leaves and walks away. Yep, it was just so well. They continued on SmackDown with nobody's heard from Jay or seen Jay or talked to Jay yeah. and and you could see you could just see the PTSD in Roman, Roman's eyes like after times. he got hit like I can't believe I fell for this again like we did this a decade ago Seth hit me in the mm-hmm. head. like it was yeah it was just perfect. Um, yeah, it was well done. I was, I was like literally on the edge of my seat, like watching it. Very well done. I would have been if it would have not been, you know, 1230. Dude, I ended up not falling asleep till like 3 o'clock. I did. You guys yeah. left. I locked the door and went straight to fucking bed. That's funny. Did not pass go. Did not collect $200. That's funny. <laughs> I was tired, dude. I was done at 11. Yeah. Um, but no, that was a really good rumble. It probably could have cut out the two matches in the middle. Yeah, and then it wouldn't have been so bad. But still. Um, At least we didn't have to watch a Baron Corbin single match and then him, like, lose to Johnny Gargano. Yeah. That was on Raw. 
BJ, what mm-hmm. was the best match this week? You gotta either go Sammy and or Sammy Kevin and Roman, or you go with the fucking uh, uh, Daniel Bryanson. Who was this week? This was Cage, wasn't it? No, no, that was last week. Was Cage? Who was this week? Um, Why am I losing it? Um, Thatcher. We got saved. Oh, Thatcher. That's right. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, Like I'm picturing the guy. I just couldn't think of his name for some reason. Timothy Thatcher. Yeah. And it was great. I agree. Um, I don't know which one you take. Cause like. In the hang, except for the finish, and I thought the finish was still genius. The Hangman Moxley match was really good too. Yeah, other than the blood for no reason. <coughs> I think at this point his forehead's just fucking a piece of rice paper. I don't. <laughs> I don't, dude. He's fucking blatant. All this shit. I know. Uh, best promo That's package or I segment saw, this week? I saw someone joke that. The, uh, if Hangman really wanted to get over a Moxley, he should just have a first blood match. <laughs> there you go. Three minutes. That's the way to do it. Done. Yep. <laughs> that's excellent. Maybe that's what they're building to. Oh, that'd be Best horrible. promo package or segment this week? I'm going to go with Paul Heyman on SmackDown. Paul Heyman was just five-star excellent this he week on SmackDown. Really I mean, the whole ending with Roman and... Um, I didn't want anything for you, but now I do. I want your championship. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff was so good. In Montreal. Right. Teasing that he might actually win it, even though he's not. No. We'll get, yeah. We'll get there, because I have some ideas that I came up with. What should the Buds avoid this week? My hole. Yeah. Nia Jax. It was Just bad. the whole Nia Jax. Yeah. Nobody cared. Well, they botched it. They fucking botched the botcher's entrance. They and did. She came in seven seconds too early. And it was hilarious. Because who else? Like, <laughs> that's what she does. And you can't even get her entrance right. At least it didn't look like she hurt anybody this time. So that's, that's plus. Well, she didn't get any offense. Anymore. Good. I, yeah. What are you most excited for next week? <laughs> there um, wasn't that much bad other than... You know, the normal Raw shit. Yeah. I'm excited That six-man tag on Rampage was pretty yeah. mild. You get to see the Young Bucks do well, the same moves what they I'm do excited for next week. Yeah, but I went back said. to Avoid real because there's nothing else for Avoid, so that's why oh. I was going to move on, but then I thought of something else, so... Okay. We did yeah, this all the for time. Avoid. Yeah, I know. I just got... I missed that. It's okay. Uh... So now what are we most excited for? Takeshita yeah. and MJF. Yeah, like same here. I'm, I'm excited to see that just because their wrestling styles are so different. Right. And I'm excited to see not really, MJ, I mean, yeah, MJF because you don't get to see him wrestle all the time, but how Takeshita adapts because he's done such a great job of adapting to the mm-hmm. couple of different styles right. we've seen, and this is going to be the most different for him that yeah. I've seen so oh, far. Oh, for sure, because this is the most... MJF's just pure old school. Right. 70s, 80s heel. And, um, so yeah. that should be fun to no, see. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for... Plus, like I said, anytime you get to see MJF yeah. is... You the know. tag title match. Yeah, that should be a good Usos. time, too. Well, the Usos won because... They might lose Does Jay show right. up? The solo pop Like, yeah. Um, just to see that whole progression, I think, is going to be dope. Weekly MVP? It's got to be either Roman or Sammy. Sammy. Yeah. Like, it's Jay. You're giving it to Jay this week? It's Jay Uso. He like, was on SmackDown. Though. I, but 
that reaction and the look in his face, like just his, I know, just all of that was just but, so like cool. Roman's had a week of those, and Sami Zayn's had a week of those, and fucking and I think Solo Sokoa's had a week of those, right? But like, he just gives the whole fucking bloodline. I mean, yeah, we do that pretty much a lot of weeks, but I, to me, it's just, I think, I think we forget sometimes that Jay. Jay's almost the main. Like I feel like it's his hero's journey. Like, main event, Jay Uso. It really right? is. Right. Like honestly, he comes out world champion for all this shit. Like I was gonna say, if you want me to be honest, I would not be mad if Roman beats Cody and beats Sammy and fucking Jay beats him at the next WrestleMania Saudi backlash, show. Saudi Arabia, whatever. Like Saudi, Saudi Mania. Saudi Mania, fighting for your but, life. Like, I honestly wouldn't be upset about that because Jay's just been yeah. right on you. So, now it's been a good story for years now. I know. Not wrestling related this week. Oh, um, I don't know. I've just been addicted to Autonauts still. That's fair. Um, I played so much yesterday, and that's what you were saying off, uh, off mic. Yeah, I a lot. Um, yeah, a lot. I like from one o'clock till ten o'clock, pretty much straight. So like nine hours. Those are good days sometimes. And then, well, once, and I knew because you you're going somewhere today. So I was like, last night I'm like, I have to quit when SmackDown's over. If not, next thing I know, it's gonna be one o'clock in the morning. Right. And then I'm not gonna get to bed. And then I'm not gonna get Daryl till like nine. And then he's gonna be pissed because he's gonna hear Columbus. And <laughs> No, we would have just done it later. I wouldn't have been I know, pissed. we would have done Actually, that. it's funny because I woke up this morning. Our cat gets fed on a timer. Mm -hmm. And the timer went off and I heard the food. Like, I was awake, but I had, like, just woke <coughs> up for, like, a minute. and was laying there debating on if I was going to get out of bed or not. And I'm thinking it's, like, 5, 5.30 because that's what time I wake up on Saturdays. Yeah. The cat food goes off at, like, five minutes after 7. And I was like, holy shit, I slept until 7 o'clock. Nice. Nice. That's like exactly when I woke up too. It was seven, which is yeah. It had been five after because the cat food went off, and that's nice. when I was like, "Shit, I better get out of bed. I gotta report a record a podcast, nice. record a broadcast, and get a shower before nine o'clock, ten o'clock." Yeah. Nice. Anyway, so the reason I'm redoing pretty much everything I've done in all or not. That's what those kinds of games do that to you. Because yeah, I've gotten so far, and I need much more room, and I just. When I first started, I was just building everything to get it to work, and now I'm actually like right. building it to look nice yes. and make functional buildings, and like I'm building Same way, all those streets yep. and like all that stuff. Yep, yep. Um, but the cool thing is, I got to a point where like I have a thirty by thirty square where basically I can put any blueprint down to build, and it'll automatically be built by the robots. So. That's fun. Um, That's the appeal for me of Minecraft is that same, like what you're doing now, where it's like, yeah. shit, now I gotta tear everything down and rearrange it to right. make it more efficient. And the hard thing is, so cool. like, a lot of, you know, the robots start at like eight kilobytes memory, and now I'm up to, these ones have 24 plus an eight kilobyte expansion slot. So I'm able to replace like two, three, four of my old robots with one of these new ones. So I just have this like pile 
of old robots right now that I have no use for until I get further. <laughs> so they're just gonna be sitting there for a while. The cool thing is, which I didn't find out till later, because I'm like, how do I just like get rid? Because you only have a 300 robot limit. Okay. And so, and I'm already at like 210, 205, somewhere in there. Um, and I'm like, well, how do I get rid of, like, because I don't want all these old ones. Found out I can't upgrade them, which oh, is nice. cool. Oh, that's cool. Because there's like three different body parts for a robot, and you can just switch them that's out. Nice. And they keep their old programming, and you can just throw the other stuff away. Um, Too much you can't repurpose it, but whatever. Yeah, but. Or scrap it. Or it's old. I get it. Like, it's, it's bottom tier materials in the old ones. So you so got like, so much of that shit anyways. It don't yeah. matter, right? I get like, it. Because I just got storage upgrades and I used to only be able to hold a hundred, like say a hundred logs. Well now I can hold 500 logs nice. in the same area. And I can also hold, and I made double, so I can actually hold a thousand logs now. So like, this is, this is unrelated, but I saw, you know, we landed a man on the moon with eight kilobytes of RAM. That's crazy. I 32 in my computer right now. I have yeah. 40 times the amount of RAM in my personal computer that I use for video games as it took to put a man on the fucking moon. Yep. That's ridiculous. Um, I just, I finished another, well I finished three books this week, but um, I finished Elton John's book this okay. week and really enjoyed it. Nice. It was really good. Um, I just don't know much about the the dude, and even though I'm not the biggest fan of his music, like just to think about it, it's like he's had to have lived a fucking interesting life. Look at the guy, right. look at his history and everything that I do know about him. And yeah, just like his friendship with John Lennon, and like that was really cool, and like caring about his relationships, and like his journey with being gay and coming out, and, and all that shit. Mm -hmm. and just it was really cool, it was really interesting. It was called Me by Elton John. Yeah. And if uh, you get the chance, I recommend it. The audiobook was a nice, pleasant listen. The narrator's got a nice British accent that you can kind of forget isn't actually Elton John reading nice. to you once in a while. And he reads, like, Elton himself reads, I think, like, the prologue and the epilogue. So, okay. like, you do actually get to hear him talk a little That's bit in the audio version. Yeah, I don't, I don't know much about it. But it would definitely be interesting to hear, especially his coming out story just through... The time he lived and being so in the public spotlight and so flamboyant at He's the time. baffled how people don't know most of the time, time which is right. actually something that Rob Halford from the lead singer of Judas Priest has said. Like, he's like, I don't like, I wore fucking leather straps and studs on stage. How did people not fucking know? Like, I don't. Right. And I'm like, I, like, when you hear it, you're like, yeah, I totally get that about Elton John, but like, you didn't know until you knew, like. Right. And especially because back in the 60s and 70s, especially, it was way different than it is now, but it was even different for us in the 90s growing up than oh, yeah. it is now. Yeah. It was like, just, it wasn't like frowned upon, but it wasn't encouraged or talked about either. It right. was kind of like shoved underneath well, we, the rug more. And it was a joke for us as kids. Like, it was something we would joke about with each other. I feel like, when they, when they passed, it was Clinton, right, or was it Bush? I can't remember. When they passed, like "Don't Ask, Don't Tell," I think that was kind, Clinton. Yeah, it kind of went. That's kind of how the whole country was at that point. Like mm -hmm. it was just "Don't Ask, Don't Tell," right? And you know, which was not good. No, uh, I saw someone try to make. There was a thing on Reddit where they were trying to make a point that like. 
transgender people commit suicide 15 times more than normal people and someone's trying to make that as like people shouldn't be trans they should just be you know it's like no it's because people pick on them and treat them like shit that's why most people like, commit suicide right like it's not a difficult concept no so anyway news and rumors news and or rumors I don't think there was too terribly much this week. Good. I guess we start off with the sad news. Uh, Leaping Lanny Poffo, uh, a.k.a. the I genius. I figured that's where we'd start, y'all. Uh, passed away this week. Uh, obviously, Macho Man's brother. Um, I, I've seen some really cool stuff. Dude, that's the main event in heaven tonight. Right? Macho Man versus the genius. Versus Leaping Lanny. Um, I saw... Oh, Cole Cabana. So, had it was he was talking about Lanny on one of his podcasts a decade ago, and how he was listening to something from Lanny back in the day, and it was like you have two choices in life: do you get on, you know, you got there's two buses. Which bus do you want to be on? Do you want to get on the sad bus and be a miserable piece of shit and? you know, whatever, or you want to get on the happy bus and just be happy and whatever, and all this. And it was pretty cool because... Did like, you give me the bus choice when I was like two? Yeah. It's not fair. But, yeah, well, you only, you got the short bus, so... Um, <laughs> I like tater tots. Right. I rode the short bus a couple times. We had to take it for a B-team middle school basketball games. Yeah, I think I <laughs> once for a track meet or something. Yeah. There was one season of something that whatever sporting team I played for wasn't it was too big for one bus but too small for two buses so we took a regular bus and a short bus yeah. and sometimes I was on the short bus and then I was on all the buses because my mom was a bus driver so like yeah. um, I was on buses when kids weren't supposed to yeah. be on buses right but anyway so that stuck with him and so when Colt was in WWE they gave him one of the online like podcast shows or whatever and his producer for the show was Brooklyn Brawler. Okay. And Brooklyn Brawler was just miserable and like talking shit about Colt and all this. And finally, after a while, Colt had a had enough of it and he just started screaming at Brawler. He's like, "Look, dude, I'm here. I'm probably gonna get fired soon, but I'm just trying to make the best of this and do the thing. So you have two choices, Brawler. You can either get on the sad bus or the happy bus." And Brawler just looks at him like, "What the fuck, dude?" <laughs> He's like, I'm going to be on the happy bus. You be a miserable piece of shit, and you do whatever you want, but I'm going to try to make the best out of this. And he said when he got fired, Brooklyn Brawler was one of, like, three people that actually texted, yeah. texted him. So, Maybe I thought crushed. that, but all that that's comes a cool from little, Right, Annie. that's a cool little. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. And he was, he was one of the first, him and Piper were one of the first, like, heels that I actually liked as a kid. Okay. Um, Piper was the first, just from watching old videos, but watching live, I think the genius was the first, like, heel that I actually liked as a kid. I don't know who I was. Probably um, Sean. No, yeah. Flair. Flair okay. was a heel. Yeah. I mean, it's different, but... Right. So, anyway. Uh, I didn't like the rest of the Four Horsemen. I don't think. No. I, I think, think it was a huge Arn fan. I was a huge Arn fan, but I think, um, <coughs> I don't think that actually came around until, like, I was older. Mm. I think it was once he like came into WWE and then went back to WCW is oh, when I really got an Arn. Not during like his tag team run, but when he was like the TV champion and shit, like mm -hmm. in the mid 
early to mid 90s like that's when I was into Arn not his like Tully Blanchard runs and stuff alright so what else do we got that's not Lanny Poffo related today BJ um, there's probably a few different records through here so but uh, let's see Royal Rumble did have um, oh yeah, that's what... I know what you mean now. Yeah, like, there's probably a bunch of different yeah, Royal Rumble stuff yeah. as they get through it. But first one I had was um, Dolph Ziggler. This was his first missing Rumble he hasn't been in uh, since 2008 when his character debuted. Wow. So Dolph, Dolph Ziggler, the character, has been in. Right. I saw Rumble. or heard that somewhere, too. He's been in. So yeah. It's 14 consecutive regular Rumbles, 15 if you count the greatest Royal Rumble. Okay. So, and like, and we had that it's open spot. You couldn't just throw him in there. Right. So, uh, Suzuki announced he's coming back to the U.S. Uh, he will be here March 23rd through April 5th. Okay. Um, so that's cool. Along with that, Kota Ibushi uh, has his contract is officially up with New Japan as mm -hmm. of the first, um, and he's started booking some shows. He is going to be. Pretty much WrestleMania weekend is what it seems like. He's coming to LA for that. Okay. Um, and doing a bunch of the indies. So he's going to do a GCW show. Uh, Just like last time. He's yeah. going to do Bloodsport. He'll probably end up at AEW. Yeah. So, and he did say, well, he did say that um, the first thing he wants to do is get a wrestling school set up in Japan and then he'll talk to other companies and stuff. Yeah. Is what he said. That's fair. I don't know how long it takes to get a wrestling company oh, yeah. up. But honestly, you'd think, especially with him, yeah, three. I mean, you could probably have it done by WrestleMania, like if you really tried hard enough. Depends so, on supply chain. Yeah. That shit. Um. Oh, Rhea Ripley dislocated her knee at the beginning of the uh, Rumble match. Yeah, she talked about that during the the press conference. Press conference. And had to pop it back in, which. She said she's had to do it a few times. Yep. She just has shitty knees. Yep. Um, what else? Oh, so they had, in 1996, they did the All-Star Game at the Alamo Dome with these, like, crazy blue and orange and whatever uh, uniforms. And Seth Rollins' gear this week was kind of matched and was in homage of the, that. That's fair. Which was also, yeah, at the same stadium. So I thought that was cool. Um, I saw Ray and Dominic Mysterio race each other in NASCARs last night on SmackDown. I did. So that's what I was going to tell you that off air. So SmackDown was working perfectly. And then that started and it said, like, NASCAR, blah, 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 blah. And then copyright. Like... This video is taken down from copyright. <laughs> it's like, okay. That's funny. And then by the time I got it back up and it came back up, that was over. So I missed um. most of that because apparently they did not like the stream. Yeah. Because it seemed like WWE is cool. Whoever they kept calling to. Michael Waltrip an old man. And uh, he's got to be back now, right? Michael? Yeah. He's older. Yeah. He's an older guy. Because he was like big when we were kids, wasn't he? You're probably thinking of his brother, Daryl. Daryl Waltrip was the oh, bigger okay. of the two. Michael won two Daytona 500s. He never won any championships like his brother. Oh, okay. But Michael Waltrip is like the rock of NASCAR. Okay. He's like the goofy, charismatic, funny. Okay, yeah. Like, he became a TV announcer after he quit racing. Okay. And he's like 
probably better known as the announcer than he is. Nice. He's like uh, kind of like a mix between The Rock and Booker T. Like he, I don't remember what it's called, but he had his equivalent of the Chucky Ducky Squacky Quack Quack whatever right, player of the week, right? Whatever, whatever the yeah, fuck it was, right? Cool. Nice. So he had like that kind of gimmicky goofiness going on, and like just really, entertain. Like even in this skit with wrestlers, he was you could pick up on his charisma just nice. in the things he did there. That's good. And it was really like just. It hit me in the nostalgia just because he was nice. one of the guys that was like I actually enjoyed as a kid. Nice. So yeah, it was kind of fun. What else you got for us? Um, Zelina Vega is going to be the color commentator for Street Fighter Six. Oh, that's neat. So they always have yeah the voiceover person finish up. Mm, that's Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, but you know what I mean. But, um, but she's going to be doing that. But she's going to be doing like they're going to have like color commentary stuff. Chun Li wins. Listen to some of it. Yeah. That's neat. So that's pretty neat. That um, is neat. Oh, we didn't bring up Pat McAfee came back. Uh, oh, for announcing. For yeah, announcing. that was dope. Um, Best announcing the WWE's had in a while. Uh, apparently, it was kept secret from everyone. And oh, so that was a real reaction. That was Michael Cole's real reaction because, and he didn't know what to do because he's like, because then he knew they were starting with the Rumble first, and so he didn't know if he was coming out at number one or if he was, or he was coming. And uh, then he saw the suit on, and but. Cole told a story because he showed up on uh, McAfee's podcast. He's like, yeah, okay. I had no clue. And Triple H is in my ear like, react, react. And he's like, react to what? And he looks up. He's like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, he was just so excited. That's cool. And I just, I don't know. Their relationship is, like, the best thing. Because you can tell Cole's, we've said it before, but Cole's rejuvenated. Like, his like commentary is so much better when McAfee... The problem is, so he's got some. He's got this stupid horse shit engraved in him that he has to yell at me all the fucking time. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I've already got Excalibur yelling at me all night on fucking Wednesday. I don't need you yelling at me all right. night on fucking Friday, too. Right. Like, calm the fuck down. But when everything's that. yelling, nothing gelling. Yeah. But I like... You can tell he's rejuvenated and happier. But yes, you it's can much also, better. when he talks about it, or he talks to McAfee... You can tell he knows that he's rejuvenated and happier and knows that's because of Batman. It's like when Tony Schiavone like, first came back to AEW, mm -hmm. like you could tell he knew he was bad, like Yeah, and he was happy and yeah. And it's just when when the people you're watching on television are happier, it makes it a better like a better product to yeah. watch. So I thought that was yeah. Yeah, right. When I can tell Michael Cole's miserable being there doing this, why would mm -hmm. I want to watch him be miserable? Right. No, I'm with you. Um, what else are we doing? Bodie Hayward, mm -hmm. who was part of that Chase U stuff from NXT, he made his AEW Dark debut this week. Okay. Uh, and he's going to be Brady Booker. Gotcha. So, yeah. It's a shitty name. It they really both is. were. Yeah. Uh, as of Wednesday, All Elite Wrestling has officially lasted longer as a promotion than Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Nice. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. Right. But you think, like, you hear so much about Smoky Mountain Wrestling that you feel like it lasted a decade or something, and it's only been... It's, it was only it's just because it had such a good run for the short time it was around. That's the only reason you hear right. so much about it. And so many stars went through there. Yeah. So. Um, it would be interesting, though... Just real quick to think about 
what would have been done with Smoky Mountain had there been millions of dollars start up and a TV deal like AEW's had. Yeah. Like just because those things didn't exist. You didn't make money on your TV back then in wrestling. So, but like if just, right. I don't see Cornette doing that now, and I don't think Cornette could successfully launch a promotion now. One, because there's not enough talent to do so. All the talent's taken. Right. All the top talent. I, I don't see him. I mean, I'm sure he could find guys he'd make stars like Fatu and Hammerstone and shit, but he wouldn't have a... I mean, it'd be so hard to put together a full roster. I think that's what's hurting, like, Impact and um, MLW and NWA in particular. Is there's so few guys because WWE, New Japan, and AEW's got all the top-tier talent these days. Great. Other than a handful of guys here or there that are, for some reason, not working at those places. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, though. Right. Um, Royal Rumble. There, there's also more money stuff up later, too. But Royal Rumble grabbed, uh, had a $7.7 million gate. Nice. At the Alamo Dome. Beat the previous Royal Rumble record by 50%. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. So... Which, again, yeah, they're doing great. Right. Um, well, obviously, he was on Dynamite this week, but Kenny Omega's visa issue is resolved. Mm -hmm. So, he's back to, yeah. Yes. Um, Gunther, uh, next week, will pass Shelton Benjamin as the second longest reigning IC champion of all time. Right. Um, and the longest of this millennium. The longest of, yeah, since 2000. Uh, Honky Tonk Man's next. I really hope he. That'd be neat. Keeps it till then and bring Honk in, like. That'd be neat. For something, you know. Uh, Godfather announced that he signed another Legends contract for another five years. Cool. He's been on a Legends contract since 2003. Nice. So, which is great. It's like 50 grand a year. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Uh,. That. Oh, I don't care. Um, Dirty Dango, aka Fondango. He uh, signed. He signed with Impact this week. Yes, sir. So, it's cool. Can't blame him for leaving NWA. Right. Yeah. No, not at all. Mm -hmm. so, um, PW Insider is reporting that they're almost done with season four of Dark Side of the Ring, and the three they know about three episodes. One will be Abdullah the Butcher. Should be really good. Uh, and then Mike Awesome and Bam Bam Bigelow. And then Mike Awesome one's the one I'm interested in. Yeah. That should be good, too. So. Uh, oh, I thought this was great. Bodyslam.net did an editorial of the best matches and moments of Disco Inferno's career. And then it was just a blank page. That's great. <laughs> it was so good. That's funny. <laughs> right? So. Uh, Liv Morgan, Bailey, and Big E are going to be contestants on Wheel of Fortune coming up soon. That's neat. Uh, Liv posted a picture of her with Vanna White, which is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So I can't believe Vanna White is still Vanna White. Right? Right? Um, oh, w or AEW announced that they are going to be starting house shows. Yes. Uh, coming up March 18th. Uh, we got our tickets, the second row, which is going to be dope. Yes. So glad I got them when I did. I'll be there. Wish I would have known for sooner. I'll be there or square. Right. Or both. Mm -hmm. Probably both. Um, so, but it's interesting too because Moxley's uh, apparently <laughs> was supposed to be in the UK that weekend. 
Um, he was supposed to work two nights for some company, IWC maybe. Not anymore. Uh, but yeah, probably not anymore. Real contract now, bitch. Right. Oh, I talked about the Cinnamon Toast Crunch thing. Mm -hmm. Yes, we did. Oh, Santino Morella told a story of why Kane eliminated him in one second at the Royal Rumble, and it's because Santino took his chicken. Huh? Uh, he told a story. I doubt it's true, but he right. told a story. It was like earlier in the day, he's backstage, and you know, there's one piece of chicken left, and him and Kane went for it, and he grabbed it before Kane and just looked at him and said, "Too slow." And it still uh, makes a lot more sense now. But okay. Right? And then yeah, and then he gets in the ring, and Kane puts him over the ropes with one second. And he said afterwards, Kane looked out at us and said, too slow. That's so, pretty good. Right? thought so. All right, so WWE did have their uh, thing. Uh, quarterly money call, whatever it's called. I can't think of it right now. Right. But where they talk about money on the phone to investors. Um, but... Nick Khan says they're looking into monetizing ring assets like the ring apron, turnbuckles, ring mats, I'll things like that. So selling um, more sponsorships on the stuff, more likely. Okay. So like a UFC type. I've always wondered why they never did that. Yeah, uh, I think it's because they just the aesthetic look they wanted Vince always wanted to clean and he never his wanted, brand he didn't want anything on the mats and my stuff. brand pal um, but he's actually said he's uh, talking with creative to see how they feel about it and how it would fit in you know things like that so I thought that part was cool that he's actually just not as long as it doesn't lead to more stupid fucking glow in the dark rings I'm cool right um, yeah they also did well yeah then they brought up more sponsorships they've made uh for wrestlemania season they've already made 14 to 15 million dollars in sponsorship revenue alone it's a lot of money um yeah and so they made like 1.2 billion dollars in revenue last year <laughs> um and someone showed the breakdown like it's it's nuts they're making money hand over fist mm -hmm. these it's days. a good time to be the WWE. So, it really is. And I think someone brought up like why W I mean, Triple H taking over is huge for them, but getting rid of a lot of us hardcore fans was also good for them. Because and that's what AEW is good for. It got rid of the hundred, you know, the close to a million of us booing at WrestleMania and taking over the night after. You disagree that it took it away? Or no, you just quit watching. We all still watch it. We still watch, but do do we go? That's the thing. Is it, are we still filling the arenas? Are we still filling? I don't think so. I think we're going spending our money on AEW shows. I don't feel like I went to any less WWE shows since AEW started because of AEW. Well, it's not because of AEW. It's because WWE hasn't had any shows to go to. I've still been to every show they've had in Cleveland. Have you? Yeah, because I didn't know why. Oh, that's right. They did the... I think they did. No, we missed a couple. Oh, I mean, maybe house shows and shit, but... We've been to every pay-per-view. Well, every pay-per-view, but not... That's all we were going to before. I'm true. not going to a fucking Raw. Fuck that that's shit. True. But... That was the worst. I just feel that like, was the worst fucking three hours to see an hour of entertainment in my fucking life. Yeah. But I'll never go to a raw again. 
I mean, I've still been to every WWE pay-per-view, and I feel like I would go to another one if they came around. The pay-per-views are always solid. Yeah. Even if it's just match, match, match. Right. I don't um, And then AW... Actually, no, sorry. I wanted to... For real quick, yeah. I didn't make my point on what I was getting to okay. on that. I think the actual deal more is that what they've really done is they've lost all the good faith from the hardcore. Now they're starting to get it back, and people like us are just shutting up and giving them a chance to, you know, see what they do. And yeah. even though most of it's still the fucking Vince McMahon garbage I've been watching for 10 years, we get this Bloodline shit, and it's really fucking good, and, like, I want to yeah. see more of it. And it's so good, it's the best thing in wrestling, so it kind of helps cancel everything else out. It's true. And at least on my end, they've got the goodwill again. I'm interested and willing to give them a shot and see what they're doing, because... Yeah. No, yeah. I, I agree there. nostalgia for the shit. But I think for, like, the little bit in between, especially when AEW started, we did get, they did get quieter. Like, I don't know. It's because we had something worth watching, so we were more, a lot of us were more focused on putting our positive energy into a positive place and not needing to be negative, right. and then you were just stuck with the 10% of negative people that are always fucking negative no matter the fuck what. Right. That's true. So. Calm writers. Yeah. But AEW is doing well. I mean, they made, mm-hmm. so Tony said they made over $100 million last year in revenue. So like 10% of what WWE made, which... But it's still, I'm pretty sure, a place where if it wasn't for the video game, they would have been profitable again this year. Yeah, yeah. So um, The ratings are coming back up slowly. Yeah, they're also looking to start a streaming service still or partner with Warner Brothers or something, so... Yeah. Um... Yeah. Um, I got two more and then a slight discussion thing that I wanted to bring up and then we'll go to Mania. So, um, she's okay, but The Rock's mother uh, was involved in a car crash this week. So, kind of sucks. But, yeah. Um, And then Maria Kanellis. Uh, is apparently going to have thyroid surgery. Um, they found a nodule in her thyroid, and they said uh, it could be cancerous and all that stuff. She's been having issues for the past couple of years, but with COVID and the baby and all that, she hasn't had time to get it checked out. And Tony's allowing her time off of Ring of Honor, too. <laughs> That's the dumbest fucking shit you've ever said. Allowing her time off from Ring of Honor. The fuck, dude? <laughs> Wasting my time with allowing time off from Ring of Honor. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I mean, they got all that television. <laughs> no, there was... Oh, I did see it. I didn't save it. They're supposed to be doing tapings for a Ring of Honor show to lead up to the end of March pay-per-view. Yeah, I've been hearing that since last year. Nice time, so. As long as they're still off of Dynamite, I'm cool. I don't give a shit. Agreed. So, the last thing I have, um, so there was just a a lot this week about Batista, and I think we might have talked about this off-air, just how he's probably the best wrestling actor wrestler turned actor I guess that's what they said out of all of them um I just wanted to yeah kind of your thoughts like if he's not I've seen him as Drax he's not like that's my opinion I have oh, one you movie. haven't watched okay. you haven't watched anything else I don't watch anything dude I don't yeah, watch shit fair enough um I think he's close I think my opinion the best is Stone Cold Steve Austin 
Really? I, I mean, saw one movie he was good in. I've never seen a movie The Rock was good in. I've never seen a movie that Batista was any better in. He was just, oh, guy. Like, that's the same thing The Rock did in the movies I've seen The Rock in. Yeah. Again, that's all such a character in the one movie I saw him in. What did you watch? I don't remember. Two, because of the football movie, too. Oh, he was good in that, but he was yeah. just stone cold in that, so I'm kind of not to me it's it. Yeah, to me, it's Piper. I think Piper's the best. Oh, yeah. I came to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of bubble gum. Yeah. Between I forgot about They Live. And It's all sunny. It's Always Sunny. I forgot about They Live. Yeah. It might be Piper, then. I think it's Piper. But, yeah. I Again, you haven't seen the Batista. Yeah, you don't have enough data to... No. Um, the stuff I've seen him in, he's really good, and he has more range than a Cena or a... Because I think Rock's not... Yeah, he's... He can play The Rock, but that's about it. Mm. Where Cena can play Cena and funny Cena. <laughs> like, serious Cena and funny Cena. Right. Whereas I feel like Batista has Ooh. a range. And I also feel like it's, it's the motivation into it, where The Rock and Cena are there to make money and make a name in Hollywood, where Batista said, he's like, I just want to be an actor and I want to work with the best actors. Right. And directors and all that, and I think it just makes it. It's yeah. the mind frame. So. Um, it's the mind frame. Right. But they also asked him uh, if he'd be in a rom com. He's like, they haven't asked me. Am I that ugly? Like. <laughs> like I'd do a rom com. You mean there's lots of roles? What's it? Yeah. Yeah. But. I don't think I'd limit myself by type of movie. Yeah. Well, that's just me. No, he doesn't want to limit himself at all. He wants to do everything, including rom-coms, and that's why. He's like, I've been asked to do all these other types of movies, but never a rom-com. Am I just that ugly that no one wants to see me as a romantic lead? Like, maybe. Maybe. As long as he doesn't wear blue, we're cool. Any other colors. I think his size takes off from that. It does, and that's why, yeah. Uh, they should do, like... I don't know. They should find, like, the tiniest girl that they can find and have it be this, like, big, yeah. Um, Might work. Yeah. Someone brought up the idea of, like, uh, where he's, like, yeah, this big muscle-bound guy, but, you know, in deep he just wants, or deep down he just really wants to be loved, but everyone just sees him as this muscle head and, yeah. That seems cliche. It does, but... Anyway. I... I mean, I don't know. It's kind of the opposite of what they usually do with the nerdy girl. It's the opposite with the muscle-bound guy. Like, <clears throat> I don't know. But anyway, Road to WrestleMania. Yeah, what do you want? Hmm? What do you want? I want it to be a fun Road to WrestleMania. Anything specific? So here's my thought. So, like, men's title picture, I guess we'll talk. Um, so I do, I, I kind of thought it over. And what I want is Sammy to lose at the chamber still, mm -hmm. um, which he, I mean, I don't see him winning. Gets huge heat on Roman. Um, it could even be a no contest, like where Roman gets frustrated and the bloodline, you know, Sammy or Solo and Jimmy interrupt or whatever and, you know, cause a double DQ or no contest. And then Cody wins at WrestleMania. 
takes both titles. Uh, and then Monday night, we find out, like, Adam Pierce comes out or whatever, like, hey, you know, you didn't win both titles. Like, the Rumble, you know, the Rumble match is only for. Oh, that's dumb. That's Vince McMahon horseshit, dude. I don't want any more Vince McMahon horseshit. Right. That's stupid. See, I like it. I just like shit all over Cody's win the second he wins it. Goddamn, pal, it'll be great. Well, We're taking it from you. You don't get to be double champion. No, Fuck you, right. pal. Goddamn. Yeah. But, so he's like, no, you get to be WWE champion. You're whatever. And then he's like, you know, Roman, you can have this, but I have a contender for you tonight. And that's when Sammy comes out and actually beats Roman for the Universal Championship. <sighs> no. That's what I want. I don't. I think that's dumb. That sounds okay, like a Okay, what do you thing. want? I want Cody to fucking win and hold up both the goddamn belts and be the goddamn fucking champion, or I want Roman Reigns to be the goddamn champion. We build up one guy for 300 fucking days, and then you just want to be like, here, there's two now again. Yeah. That's the problem, and they don't mean shit, which is why their belts constantly don't mean shits, because they keep splitting them and giving them away and handing them over and vacating them and giving them back and splitting them up again. Now there's one, and now there's two, and now there's four, and now there's three. Now there's one again. I'd like it to be back to two. I want I don't consistency. Like I don't give a shit. I just want a champion I see all the time. Right. Or consistently on well, the TV. That, yeah. And, like, I'm not saying I don't Roman. Roman's fine. He's been on enough. Yeah. It's not Brock Lesnar levels if I get to see him once and then the pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'd like him split back up. I'd like a champion on Raw and a champion on SmackDown again. I want Roman Reigns to win. I want Roman Reigns to do the same thing he's done in 2022 for all of 2023. I want him to just go all in and make him the biggest fucking superstar that they've ever fucking had. Fuck it. I think he's walking away for a while. But if Cody doesn't win, they wasted it. So. No. no, Cody has to win. I mean, he still holds up the championships that night. What about the women's side? I mean, Rhea's got to be Charlotte, period. Like, but will she? Because they have a bad habit with Charlotte in this company. Right. I think she does. And, like, granted, I know, like, okay, maybe we have new creative, but, like, she came right back in and she's champion. I think to set up <laughs> the match. With I her. mean, granted, I'll take and it because like it wasn't fucking Ronda Rousey. Right. And I like the story there, too. Agreed. Because of, like, yeah, Rhea came in. She got put in her place. No, I like the Rhea. Charlotte. I like the Rhea stuff, too. Like, that's really good. It's really the other side. It's more. I want. I want. Yeah, Bianca. well, who do you think wins coming out of this elimination chamber? Asuka. I think it's Bianca and Asuka is the, is the answer. Who wins? I don't know. <laughs> that's the problem with that match is picking the winner. Right. You're Personally, right. I do you have Asuka win now in the hopes that she gives it back to Bianca in the future because Asuka's the older, so. more veteran wrestler and Bianca's your younger up-and-comer? Right. And I think that's why she came with a crazy gimmick and the, all that, yeah. No, I think you... I do. I think you have Asuka win it. Bianca got her moment last year. You know. I agree with that. And... Oscar hasn't had a mania moment yet, right. although she should have, but... Right. She can even win with the mist. Like, I also like, feel you know. like this is Triple H's payback for losing the streak at Mania to Charlotte for yeah. the title in the first place. Right. Yeah. So... The streak's one of the best things Triple H did creatively. 
No, I agree. I just don't know. I think Oscar has to win it too. I'm with you. Yeah, I do. I don't know what else you do there. And then I think we're going to see Cena and Austin Theory as one of my other's offshoots. Yeah, I think that's going to be for the U.S. I think Theory comes out of this chamber. Agreed, as the U.S. As champion. The US champion. They've been booking him strong since they re-booked, yeah. re-whatever, invented Great. him, changed him, whatever. Mm-hmm. Since Vince left. Unvinced him. Unvinced him. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Gunther, I mean, I've heard the triple threat with Sheamus and McIntyre, which... Would be fine. Which would be, yeah. I think um, you do something better. I just don't know what's <coughs> on top of my head. Right. But those three guys beating the fuck out of each other for ten minutes is fine. Um, yeah. You know. Then what? I mean, and then I think the Usos still end up, it's going to be probably KO Sammy versus the Usos somehow. We'll be curious just to see Sammy. what Jay does. Uh, right. I was going to say, say, yeah, that's where I don't know. Because is it Sammy... Sammy and Jay versus Jimmy and Solo. Right. But then where's KO on this card? Um, yeah. I He's wrestling know. AJ Styles. That's fine. I think AJ's still broken. I can book it how I want. That's how I book it. Right. Duh. Um, and then you got... Yeah. Then women's tag, I don't give a shit. But the rumor I saw is Dakota and EO versus Shayna and Ronda. And that's where you throw Ronda on the card. Fair. Um, I don't care. Fuck. Which would be fine. Throw them on that. To me, that's a perfect pre-show match. <laughs> like, just throw that on the pre-show, pre-show, so I don't have to watch it. But I still don't they have to start a pre-show match. Pre-shows or pre-show they matches. Well, I haven't done any in forever. Yeah, there's no point to them. I'm not not anymore. No, I'm fine with it. I think there was a point when it was on pay-per-view and on television. Like, if I'm flipping through the channels and I see a wrestling match and I stop and I'm like, oh, yeah, the pay-per-view's on tonight. I should watch that. That's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to sucker but, people in the last-minute rise. But when the pre-show is on the, um, is only on the network that it's on and... <laughs> right. And it's not like it's going to, you know, even if it's on YouTube, I'm not going to flip through YouTube and it's just going to Come across up. it randomly. Actually, you can, but... That's I mean, I could, but I'm not going to. For the most part, but yeah, I guess it wouldn't be random. Yeah. But, so, um, well, tell us what you think, guys. Yeah. I'll, I do have. I do want to touch on real quick. Do you think? Because I don't want to do once and wills for the whole thing. Because I don't know the whole thing. But for vengeance tonight, um, Braun Breaker, Grayson Waller. No, it's the only thing I'm interested in. But do you think? Grayson wins finally soon, and we get Braun on the main roster. No idea. Point, I haven't been or? paying attention. I don't know what the story is. I don't, I don't know what's either. going on. I don't either. I'm going to say just... no because he wasn't at the Rumble. Unless he's debuting after Mania. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe he loses. I see, but does he lose this one? I don't know. I don't care either. I, also just, I, I do like Grayson Waller, and I do like Braun Breaker. They're about the only two that have stuck out to me in this new NXT. Well, tell us if they've stuck out to you, Buds. Hit us up at BudsWW on Twitter. And uh, word of mouth, because that's, you know, how you tell people. (coughs) Yeah, that's how it works. Until next time, it's BJ over there. And that's Daryl over there. Peace out.
his bullshit. You keep my dog safe and you want to charge me. I'll take ass for it. Bullshit. Keep yeah. it safe. Consumerism. I almost said communism. Those are two completely different things. And this is the soundtrack. You might be your own dad. This is not communism. You might be your own dad. No, I don't like communism to anybody. No. Then, I'll wait.